0: Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Well, hello there, family, friends, and strangers.
1: Thank you for joining me with the Monday Matters Podcast. Um, Today, I am recording this on the Sunday right after the Yorkton Beatdown Competition. And I had been thinking about this episode for a while, but it just became very clear today while we were doing all the things at this competition that the episode I want to do today is all about how to reflect And this is something that I have learned. It is not something I was born with. It is something that I learned when I was putting events on. I think I probably learned it from an event coordinator that I was working with years ago. And the reflection or the documentation, sometimes we called it, or um, whatever, the, the thing that you do right after you've done something amazing, something hard, put on a conference, put on, you know, a um Christmas party for the staff. We used to do this. What about competing at a CrossFit competition? The minute you get done something and you just want it to be over, good, bad, ugly doesn't matter how you're really feeling about it, but you're just kind of ready to be done with that, especially If it's been a big event that you have had a lot of build up to, and you kind of just want to stuff all the leftover things in a box and never look at them again, that's how I used to do things like this is over, pack this stuff up. I never want to think about this. Say it's a golf tournament, say it's a fundraiser of some sort. I get that I used to finish off those things um, quickly. And I was taught that sometimes if you head into this event knowing that it's not over until you've done the reflection, that it makes for each activity, each event, each competition, it makes for the next one to be that much more rewarding and that much more organized and you know that much more successful. So now when I'm doing something, I head into it knowing full well it's not over till I've done some reflection. So when I went back and started doing presentations again, now that COVID's over and I can do presentations, the minute I did my first presentation, I did some reflection. It's simple. I write it in my notes in my phone. It's nowhere really completely organized. I could definitely improve on this reflection, but I love that the next time I go to do a presentation, now that I'm back to doing them again, that first one taught me a few things and I'm going to do it a little bit better next time. And I'm going to continue to improve. So I want to tell you the five steps that I take when I'm doing a reflection after I've done something hard. And if you were listening to this on Monday morning and you've just competed in the Broadway beatdown and you want to do some reflection on your weekend, maybe you want to take one or two or all five of these steps to heart and do them in your, write them down in your phone make notes somewhere but the reflection that you do right now sort of while it's still really fresh is invaluable you cannot put a price on the thoughts the feelings the memories that you're having right now because they'll fade. Even, even when you're young, like some of those young competitors out there, even those guys, the memories are going to fade slightly. So being able to write it down right now is a really good idea. When I was running in races, because there was a time when I used to choose to sign up and run in a road race. As soon as the race was done, I would take the bib number off my chest, and I'd write on the back who was I competing with, what was the weather like, how I felt, who I trained with before I went into it. And I still have these stupid bib numbers. I have the year, the date, and these friends that some of them I don't have. They were my running friends, and I'm not running anymore. So they're not part of my world. But when they were, I love being able to look back on the bib numbers and remember those things. So let's get started. Here are the five reflection strategies that I use after I've done something kind of major that I might want it to be repeatable. The first thing I do is I write down what I did. And I know that sounds kind of, you know, redundant, but honestly, the process can get lost, you can forget it, especially if you only do this once a year, you're going to forget what it is you did a year ago, and you don't want to Write it all down. Everything. Everything that you did to get you to the point where you were competing or hosting or doing whatever. It could be something like Christmas dinner. What's everything that you did to get to the point where people were sitting down and eating Christmas dinner? Write it down. I write down everything that I do before I leave on a hot holiday. I've had it in my notes for 13 years now. And so before I go on a hot holiday, I look back at these notes. And if I do a new thing, I add it to the note. Okay, write down everything that you do to get this event, This what you did to get to the competition. What did you pack? How did you train? What did you eat prior to? What did you take to eat while you were there? What clothes did you wear? What shoes did you bring? You know, the ba- the, the facts write down the facts. Okay. Number two, when you are reflecting, after you've written down all the facts is start writing down the successes. Okay. This um, protein shake at this time was the perfect amount of fuel. I, I drank it, you know, 30 minutes before my next workout. That was great. The um remembering to bring a blanket was an awesome success. It was cold and windy. I'm glad I brought a blanket. I'm glad my car had a Tucan mitts in it. Um, I'm glad we hired out, you know, something at the, at the event that you are putting on. Or I'm glad I had enough volunteers at the finish line because that's when we needed more, needed extra high fives at this golf tournament. I don't know what it is. That you consider to be the successes maybe it's how you did in the event maybe it's you know how many happy people congratulated you after it was finished maybe it was there was a learning opportunity or an aha moment that you learned in the process of teaching something and that was the success but whatever it is whatever you can write down that makes this feel positive even in your exhausted state at the end of it all because that's how we feel when we're done doing these things just emotionally physically spent find the good there is some even if you lost let's say you came in last at whatever you're doing you just ran a road race and literally the police officer that was following you to make sure you got in safe said Ma'am, you're probably okay. Hey, we can get on with our day. And the police officer takes off and leaves you to run in at the very, very end of the road race. There was still a success. So write them down. Write down all the successes. And then write down the things that you've learned. Maybe they're not failures because I don't fail at things. I learn things. So that's why I call them lessons. But write down what were your lessons From the day, from the weekend, from the conference, whatever. What do you want to do different? How do you want this to run next time that would be an improvement? What's going to be different? So just reflect on that. It's okay. It's not not a big deal. Was there some feedback that you got from people? And you're like, yeah, that feedback's actually pretty valuable. I didn't even think about it that way. Put it down. What are some of the things that you learned? that you want to do different next time. And then after you've got how you did it, what went well, what you learned, then I want you to write down what the next goal is. Is the goal to do another fundraiser? Is the goal to compete another time? Is the goal to move from beginner to intermediate? Is the goal to present to, you know, 600 people instead of 60? What's the goal that makes, that makes you just a little bit nervous, but it's like, you know, I just did this. I know exactly how I did it. These are the things that went really well. I learned these lessons at it. Let's up the ante. Let's get out of our com- my comfort zone, your comfort zone. Let's up the ante just a little bit and take on another goal. Write it down. Be audacious. Put it out there. What's that next big thing? You do not have to have the energy for it today. You are in reflection mode today. So you get to dream big, but you don't actually have to squat big, if that makes any sense. You can dream big even when you're tired. Okay, so do the reflection, set that big goal up. Know that you don't have to do it today. You will get to recover from this this time around but if you don't have anything to sort of recover well for and to not like uh I don't know if the fall off the wagon is the right word but you know when brides have like the big day as their big event their big goal but they don't set the next goal like of uh you know fantastic healthy marriage for the next 30, 40 years, you have to set the next big goal right away. So that when you're exhausted, and you're done, and you just need some time off from the excitement that brought you up to this day, you don't completely fall off the wagon. There are reasons for you to still eat healthy and move your body and feel awesome and prioritize sleep and do all the things that are important for you to be healthy overall. Because you got goals set. The next set of goals are set. So write those down. Maybe you want to make those more visible than just tucked away in your phone. Maybe you want to share those goals when they are out there in the universe, they're much more likely to happen. So put them out there. What are they? And then the other piece that maybe when you're writing these goals down is to put down who are the players you need to align with it's very rare that we accomplish huge things in our lives big audacious kind of scary things completely on our own i don't i always have a team i have A fantastic team around me all the time. I've worked really hard at surrounding myself with amazing humans that encourage, support, and, you know, back me up doing all kinds of big, crazy things. So identify who are your players. And maybe they're not even players on your team yet, but they're players you'd love to have on your team. Who do you need to align with to do the things that you want to do next. Make that list. Make those connections. How do you make this next goal happen with the connections that you have and the connections that you can make? I always do that too. At the end of whatever I've done, I reflect, how did this happen? Who helped me? Who was awesome at doing whatever job they were doing? Within the within the team, like for an example, at the end of the Canada Day parade, in my notes I write down what we did and how we did it and what I remember to bring. Bring the tattoos. Bring water for the tattoos. Get the balloons the morning of. Order the balloons two days ahead. I have this whole process written down on my phone for the Canada Day parade so that I can. The next Canada Day, it's kind of mindless. I just go into my notes and find it. One of the notes I have in my phone is that Shane Morrow is the best Canada Day Parade um, yeller. He, He just, I couldn't believe it. I've never seen this side of this human in my life before, but you hand him some tattoos and he can go up and down Main Street and do such a fantastic job of announcing that we are the best gym in the valley. And it blew me away and I wrote it in my notes and every year when it comes around to being Canada Day, you better believe I send him a text message, even if he's not in Fort Capel anymore, and I say, it's Canada Day thinking about you and how awesome you were at that. There are players that make your job easier. Think about them right now. Who were they and how do you make sure they're there again next time? It's I've done it for all the things along the way. There are just some people out there that have this way of noticing what needs to be done and getting it done. At the end of this weekend, there are people that I've put into my notes that just, you know, saw that we needed to pick up the stuff at the end of the day and it was just magically in my car. Except it wasn't magic. There was just key players that do things that make it easy. And... I, I want to acknowledge that, keep track of that, so it's part of my reflection and And that's it. It's really not that long of a process. It's so valuable. The more you do it, the more you value it. Like you do it once and it's like, okay, that actually did come in handy next time. Let's do it again. So I'm going to go through it real quick. Number one, write down the process. What were the facts? What did you do to get this to get to where you were to have the event happen? Number two, what are the successes? Write them all down, look for them. Number three, what were the lessons that you learned? They weren't failures, but what were the lessons? What do you want to do better next time? Number four, what's the goal? How are you going to set the bar a little bit higher? What do you want to achieve next time? And number five, Who do you need to align yourself with? Who are the players that helped you to get this accomplished today? Made it better that you want to have involved next time, and who who do you wish were there? That's another thing I've put on there. I have done things before where my players, my team, my awesomeness that I purposely have surrounded myself weren't there, and I'll write. Don't do this without them. (laughs) This is not as good without the team. So that's number five. Who do you need to align yourself with? Who are the players that make this better? Put that in that note as well. So I don't know when you're listening to this podcast. I don't know if you're into doing any of these kinds of events or not. If you are still here at the end, sticking around listening to me, I hope you found it valuable and you start to do some reflection. You can I mean, ultimately, you could do this every single day reflect on your day. How was your day? What did you do today? You know, what were your successes? What did you learn today? Um, What do you want to do tomorrow? What's the goal? And who are the players you could do this five step reflection every single day if you wanted. I don't, I don't do all of that. But I certainly do it for the big stuff. So thank you. If you're still here listening, I appreciate it. And I hope you have a fantastic week. If you have not put on an event before, Today is the day to think of what is something that I've been a little bit scared to do, but I think I have the steps in place to attempt to do something big and audacious, and I am going to throw my hat in the ring. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.
0: Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2HealthWithHolly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.